this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast episode number 12. Last week was all about the importance of doing check-ins often because as we do, it's easier to establish the root of the problem because it goes too far. There's even more healing that needs to be done. Simply because we didn't take the time to figure out why we're feeling the way we are. I am still in Waikiki. This is the second episode from the closet. No cockroaches today, which is a very exciting. Um, and this episode is just something that I've been working on myself and I think it's so important. So feel free to share this episode with, I guess, anyone, honestly, because we all have our emotional triggers. And I do think it's so important that we figure out more why we get triggered by certain situations because healing growing and working on our thoughts really is all about what this podcast is about and that's why i thought kind of moving on from the last episode uh, and continue on talking about emotional triggers would be a great fit because last week was about check-ins. I don't know if you remember, and maybe you've been doing regular check-ins every day, hopefully. Uh, I've done that, and it's just been, it's been really nice to do it. Uh, I feel more in tune with where it comes from, and of course, nothing perfect. That's not what we're looking for here, but just continuously getting to know each other better and work with ourselves. So often, I believe we can say that you know, just kind of saying it out loud. Oh, that triggers me. Like, whatever that guy did, it really triggers me. And we just kind of leave it like that. Such as, you know, your significant other doing the dishes, your parents talking to you in a specific way, or when friends just act a certain way towards you and you feel triggered. One thing is being aware of the fact that we get triggered, but another part is actually figuring out why this triggers and the underlying reasoning behind it. So that's why I called this episode Emotional Triggers. And what I want to do throughout this episode is to give you three steps for how to identify your emotional triggers in your life. But I think, you know, I can say emotional triggers and think that a lot of people know what it is, but I do think it's important to just kind of let's start from from scratch. So Emotional triggers are either people, memories, or objects that puts in motion a negative emotion for you. It can be super random, and not necessarily because your mood has been getting more negative throughout the day, but it can happen in a split of a second. There are many different sorts of levels of triggers. Some come from, you know, like more serious, you're being abused. It can be feeling less than being bullied, experiencing shame and guilt, and kind of as it's stated in the definition, ne- pretty much negative things that happen to you 
and that triggers a negative emotion. So I wanted to share some examples of my life just because, you know, I can only talk for myself and hopefully that can be be helpful. Um, when I was younger, we used to go to the pool all the time, once a week, such a good time. But one time this guy held me underwater for too long, at least too long for what I thought was okay. And I felt very unsafe and it was really scary. I was probably, I don't know, six, seven. And now I get very triggered if anyone ever tries to do the same. Even when I watch movies where they are stuck underwater, kind of, you know, trying to find their way out, it's very uncomfortable for me. And even if I'm underwater, I get triggered and react probably way more than other people that don't have experienced this. Another trigger for me is people that look beautiful and how they sometimes use their beautifulness to take advantage or kind of act like, in the lack of better words, a bitch. Excuse my language, but I, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like it's a good way to explain it. Just like being super rude, just kind of like awful towards others. Um, and I get so triggered when I take advantage of that just because they look good, kind of as an excuse. Why is this a trigger for me? I guess it's the feeling that it's unfair, that it's in a sense, okay that you're not a nice human just because you look good. I remember in college, there was this girl and, you know, in hindsight, she probably had a lot of her own issues, stuff going on. Uh, I'm not trying to say like my perspective is right here, but you know, she would talk down to others, act very rude towards others, talk shit. And I remember her mom was visiting and she was so rude towards her. But then she was beautiful. So it was, it almost felt like it was fine. And it was a huge <laughs> trigger for me. And specifically, and it's called an anger trigger, where I find myself irrationally angry about this girl. So a question to myself could be, if she wasn't that beautiful, would I have been triggered that much? Or if she was a boy, would I have been triggered that much? Honestly, I just, I don't think so. So kind of like a interesting trigger that I have. But you know, like we all have our stuff. We all have our shit and it's okay. But it's so important to get to just know yourself better to kind of understand where is this coming from? So I'm sharing these two separate triggers to show that triggers can look so different. And from people on the outside, they might not even see like a problem. Some people don't care if someone hold them underwater for a little bit. But for me, it matters. To put it more simplify, we can put emotional triggers into three different boxes. There's the anger trigger, which was the beautiful girls acting unfair. Trauma triggers, which for me was being held in the water. And anxiety triggers. So, yeah. I guess, again, I can give you an example of an anxiety trigger as well. So, let's see. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. When I was younger, we used to take the, gra uh, the train to my grandma. But we were always late. And one time, I remember, we had to drive way too fast, draw on a red light. And I was pretty much thrown into the train to be able to make it on time. I love you, mom, but you're not always the one to be on time. Also, hi mom. <laughs> but the thing is, because there's been so many incidents on this topic, 
this gives me a lot of anxiety and it's become a very big trigger for me. So I like to be on time and especially when it comes to flight, bus, you know, public transportation. It stresses me out a lot, costs me a lot of anxiety. So honestly, I'd rather be six hours early at the airport than just making it. Which for other people, they're like, ah, we'll make it. We're fine. Super chill while I'm just stressing. <laughs> so, you know, this is the imperfect me just sharing three examples. So, you know, you guys can hopefully relate and just please understand that most importantly, emotional triggers are normal because we all experience life one way or another. But however, identifying our triggers can definitely take a lot of time. But it can be so helpful to understand yourself better and kind of more in a healing way. So here are the three steps to identify your emotional triggers. The first one is when you're feeling super overwhelmed in a situation, examine what you're feeling. And there's, there's two aspects to this. There's physically and there's mentally. So often for me... Uh, a physical trait would be a racing heartbeat. While mentally, you know, like I can get angry. <laughs> Number two, when I examine how I'm feeling, I'm examining the situation. What actually happened? And when did I get triggered? What was I doing before I got triggered? And what exactly happened in the moment I felt triggered? It is important to say that there are some triggers that are caused by like real trauma experience that have made some really deep scars for some. And if that's you, you know, this can be a good time. Seek counseling and help to work through this. And even though it's not a deep scar kind of trauma, still talk to someone, you know, like I think a lot of people think, oh, you should see a therapist when it's really bad, but see a therapist on a good day. It's kind of like you you work out often to take care of your body. You don't just work out once it kind of very late, right? Um, so hopefully that can be an encouragement for you to, to think of that. Um, but I will say, the Let's Train Your Brain podcast is a platform to share and where we can grow together. I'm not a counselor and I won't give medical advice. So just kind of a, a heads up here. So... The first step in examining your feelings is examining your feelings. And the second step is to get to the moment when you start feeling this feeling. And the last step is to continuously repeat the first two steps. So if you feel triggered, the thing is you might not be able to figure it out the first time it happens. And that's okay. But the thing is, as it happens... Over and over and over, and you get triggered by the same things, it can be easier to find a reasoning for why you get triggered by XYZ. Personally, this has taken a lot of time and a lot of personal development, a lot of growth, and even when you think you have it figured out, there might be more. For me, I have a long way to go, but that's okay because I've already come so far and just that in itself is something that I'm really just thankful for. Um, you know, and yeah, kind of like I said, you think you have it figured out, but there might be more. And so, you know, for me, for the way, way I feel triggered when I see beautiful women being unfair and rude towards other, 
I thought I knew the number one reasoning for that for a long time, but then I figured out, wow, the root was even deeper and it took me back all the way to elementary school, which I'm sorry, I'm sure you can, you know, realize or relate rather that a lot of what we experience in life comes from our first years, or not necessarily just our first years, but um, when we grew up, so our first like 10, 20 years, rather. All that to say, this podcast isn't, you know, necessarily just about me sharing histories about my past, but I do believe in the power of sharing our own stories to kind of implement it into the podcast so that we can all learn and grow together. Because emotional triggers are fascinating. And instead of beating yourself up with the, you know, the ones you have, the triggers that you have and you see in your daily life, meet them with kindness. Meet yourself with kindness in the moment it happens. Because it all happens due to experiences you've had. Heck, I mean, you lived a full life of experience already. We have baggage and it it is okay, okay? I think like that is (laughs) probably the main takeout I want you to have today. It's not like, oh, these are your triggers. Let's get rid of them. No, let's figure it out. Let's work with it. But most importantly, within that process, be kind to yourself. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. And that's not what we're aiming to either. But understanding ourselves better, kind of in a more of a healing process. One step at a time. Whoops, we went back two steps. Okay, so let's move on again. Let's move forward. If you feel triggered, by something you think is so stupid and that for others is nothing. Don't put yourself down. Don't beat yourself up. There's a legit reasoning why you're feeling the way you do. So put your energy into figuring out the root of the problem and how you can actually work on your inner healing. Use the energy to be kind to yourself. No need to talk yourself down, my friend. What you're feeling and your feelings are legit. Whatever you feel in whatever situation, they are valid and you're allowed to feel what you're feeling. If we're able to work from this perspective, it's easier to grow and to understand your triggers. Personally, I will say I'm, I'm more relaxed with my triggers because I know they stem from the past. That's why I don't get so caught up in the situation, but I rather take a step back and explain to myself why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And that's okay. Of course, there are situations I get triggered and that's harder because I'm so in the heat of the moment. But heck, let's, let's try again. Next time, let's try to be a little better. Let's try to grow a little bit more. Something I've learned is that I can be that can be super useful to share triggers with your significant other. So for George, my husband, he can better understand why certain thing, <clears throat> excuse me, certain things triggers more than others, and vice versa for him to to share with me. And being open and honest with each other, also with friends and family, makes us able to kind of love, I guess, love and care for each other better. So on that note, 
I want to end this episode by just giving you a friendly reminder, as cheesy as it sounds, that we are all fighting our own battles. We don't know what triggers others or why, so let's just try our best to be kind and loving towards the people in our lives and the people we meet on our way. My friend, you're loved, you're valued, you're good enough, and your emotions are valid and they matter. Thank you so much for tuning in today and joining me on this podcast episode. I feel so fortunate to be able to talk about things that I find really important to talk about. Um, and I would love to hear feedback or thoughts for how to make this podcast better. So shoot me a DM. And again, thank you so much. I'll see you next week.